I, I would tell myself that I didn't have to try to blend in as much as I did. I don't have to hide it and celebrate uniqueness. That's what I think I would kind of try to nail home, that, that you're unique, you're perfect in God's eyes. This is Alopecia Life with your host, Deanne Graham. You'll hear interviews with specialists in their field and parents who are helping their child move through life while living with alopecia areata, along with conversations with alopecia rock stars who are making a difference. Alopecia Life is here to provide you with support, accurate information, inspiring stories, and life hacks to help you navigate the world of hair loss. Whether you've just been diagnosed or have had it for ages, Alopecia Life has been created to share all the information you may want or need to do alopecia your way. Welcome to episode 16 of Alopecia Life. Today's episode is with Kevin, Kevin II, and Caden McCain, a father and two sons who are all living with alopecia. They share what living with alopecia means and how it has strengthened their family and given them confidence. Welcome, Kevin. And we've got Kevin II and also Caden with us today. It's really wonderful to have all three of you with me, and the listeners are going to be really excited to hear your stories. So with that, I want to just jump right in and talk to you about your experience with alopecia when you were diagnosed and what that kind of looked like for you. Okay. Uh, my name is Kevin, <laughs> 39 years old, and I was uh, diagnosed around the age of eight or nine. I think I was in second grade. Just started with a small patch in the nape of my neck. And from there, it kind of um, just spread. That spot got a little bit bigger, then also started getting other spots. Kind of got skin tight fade or a higher haircut to kind of disguise it, I guess. you. Until I was about, um, until I got into middle school. And then I just started cutting all my hair off. And eventually, right before I went to high school, I started shaving it. It's been kind of rough growing up with it. Of course, you go through with children mocking and all that kind of stuff. And then because of that, uh, a lot of insecurities from that. In the classroom, always wanting to sit in the back of the class so no one saw me and no one was to my back. Mm -hmm. um, anytime I heard snickering, whether it be about me or not, I felt it was about me. Just dealing with a lot of insecurities. When I started shaving my head, it disguises a little bit. But then my eyebrows started thinning out, lost all my eyelashes. I just lived all my life basically with alopecia areata. So through adulthood, having it, I'm dealing with it and kind of it stopped bothering me really when I got a little older. And then we had our, our kids and then my son started having it. So it was like a kind of a gut punch. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we're dealing with this all again. I'm dealing with this all again. So then my, my youngest son, Caden, he has it also. So Kevin, the second has areata like me and then, my son, Caden, has uh, totalis. So okay. that's basically my story. It's not, it's not ever basic, is it? Oh, I, I totally relate to all that, sitting in the back of the classroom and hearing the people you know, laugh and just thinking it's about you, whether or not it is or not, that I can connect with that for sure. How old was, were both the boys when they developed alopecia? And you guys can share. Yeah, feel free to chime in. I was about four or five when I think mm -hmm. I... My parents has noticed I had it. And then Caden was about two. His kind of was a little different because it started out almost looking like a mohawk. So he had, and that was when mohawks were kind of in for a little, a couple of mm -hmm. years. So, but after that, it started, started losing all of it. 
has came back for a little while and now it's um, gone again. So. So what did you think when you said, okay, yeah, we're dealing with this all over again, but what were your, what were your kind of deep down thoughts about it? And do we get the second chance to, to do it maybe a little bit different? And I have no idea. Right. What I felt like it kind of took me back. I think I've compartmentalized it all my life, basically. And it took me back to my parents. I mean, my parents are great through the whole thing. They've always taken me to, you know, specialist after specialist. And honestly, by the time I, I hit middle school, I felt almost like a guinea pig because mm-hmm. it seemed like they didn't really know. And they were just throwing this at me, this jail, this topical jail onto these, these shots. And it was just so many things that I tried. And I kind of just said, forget it. I'm just going to shave my head and just, just live. I think it, when my son uh, Kevin had it, when he was diagnosed, it kind of brought all that stuff back. And me and my wife's kind of tried to champion him being more involved and talking to him a lot more because I know I kind of had things bottled up. So mm-hmm. we would try to keep him, in, you know, conversating about it and asking how he feels about different things and getting the prescription from the doctor to wear hats at school if he wants to. Those type of things that, to be honest, I don't remember having. And probably because mm-hmm. my parents didn't know how to support me in that way, but I felt confident that we could support him though through it and mm-hmm. and hopefully he didn't have to compartmentalize it like I did basically yeah for sure and boys what did you think about that too just just thinking okay well I I'm like dad you know I look like him and I have the same thing that he has did it did it make you feel better about what you were dealing with or how'd you feel about that it made me it made me feel better that I that I had it because like looking when I was younger and stuff, looking, I'm looking up to my dad for a lot of things. So it definitely, it, there's days that it hurt, but just knowing that my dad dealt with it and stuff like that, it definitely helped my confidence in itself, just knowing that he knows the struggle and the, the pain that comes with having it. But he also right. knows the freedom of having it as well. He knows a bit, like there's going to be good times and bad times of having it. So it was kind of good um, mm-hmm. just having him kind of know and have it, but just having him on like the journey with us or with me at least. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. What about you, Kaden? How do you feel? Mm, I just feel okay. Cause just knowing that dad has it and Kevin has it doesn't like makes me feel, it doesn't make me feel bad. It makes me feel more good about it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of cool. The variations that you have too. So your dad, has a bit of a beard and then you've got totalis cadence and there's different variations of it do people understand what alopecia is in school for you guys now they do like last year it was really hard for me to kind of because i was new going into a school so it's kind of weird for me to just kind of like openly say like i have alopecia or i have hair loss in middle school and stuff like that i wore a hat towards like the end but like sixth and seventh grade i didn't wear a hat so they just saw a bald head and this is like the longest my hair has been for, you know, since I was in elementary school. Just opening up, like definitely like playing sports and stuff. I don't wear a hat. So people, of course, ask me, oh, Kevin, you know, you have hair. You actually have hair and stuff like that. But um, just like explaining, you know, I have alopecia. It's not contagious or anything. It's just like explaining little small things, not like overcomplicating it as well. Just saying what it is and like letting people know that it's like you basically. 
Yeah. And it's almost, it's more simple than you think, right? We think all of these things that people might be thinking about us and then we go, oh, and we just say those very basic things. Oh, it's not contagious. It's pretty common. I think that's really reassuring for a lot of people around us. And I don't know, Kevin, do you feel like there was that freedom to really talk about it? How did you find that for you in school? I think the the closer people were to me as far as friendship, the more open I was. I kind of just kept a close-knit group of friends, though, especially like in middle school. I wasn't too outgoing, really, mm-hmm. to really talk to a lot of people about it. There's certain people that ask, and I would tell them, but there's certain people that, like anything else, if you don't tell them what it is, they think they know what it is. So mm-hmm. they didn't know, you know, if I had a, a form of cancer or if it was a, just a form of ringworm or something like that. And like mm-hmm. you said, is it contagious or not? So um, it it just seemed to me like a lot of my relationships were, they took a while to develop until they really understood who I was as a person. And I would like to think that I was, it was as simple as, you know, people who have big ears or any mm-hmm. other kind of, you know, it's just them. But it was, it was a lot different than that for me. Yeah. And I think, I think things are changing, but the, the fact of how we deal with it is, is also changing these days. You know, there's more awareness. And I think that that makes so much of a bigger deal for all of us who are recently diagnosed. Do you guys have any uh, alopecia mentors, anyone who is kind of recognizable in the world that you can say, well, you know, it's like him or her? Um, I think, well, one of the lead singers of the group Crisscross before he passed away, he was the only like celebrity I knew that had it. I don't know of any other celebrity that does. Even then, I I probably think, I, I, I would guess that they shave their head or uh, right. if, it's, if it's an area of their hair, they'll probably, you know, kind of disguise like I did with fading my head real close mm-hmm. and tight and high. So I'm not sure of any other celebrities that do. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember the support groups either when I was right. when I first had it. It was kind of I felt like I was kind of on the island alone with, mm-hmm. so, uh, of course, my my parents supported me. My sister supported me. But as far far as a group of like people that kind of were together and were there for each other, I don't remember that. Right. Yeah. And I know, you know, in the sports world, there are several athletes that are pretty forward. Charlie Villanueva, you know, I know he's retired now, but great basketball player um, for the Dallas Mavericks, you know, and then Kevin Ball, you know, he's in the limelight for the American Ninja Warriors. So I think it's really fantastic that you guys, you know, if somebody's going, you know, what is that? And you can say, oh, do you ever watch this? Have you ever seen him? And this is exactly what he's got too. So I don't know. Do you guys think that that makes a difference? I feel like it does. I don't really know a lot of actors i'm not good with names i'm good with faces but i'm not very good with names. <laughs> but i i can name or not really name but i can think of at least two actors that i've seen on tv that i know have alopecia so it's mm-hmm. good to like tell my friends like i'm kind of like them or i have the same thing that they have definitely because i hang out with like a lot of people that are into sports and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i feel like it's just good having that kind of similarity in that way yeah for sure i agree how about you, Kaden? Do you see anybody on TV ever? Do you guys watch a little lot of TV? I don't really know. You don't really know? Like Kevin, I'm not like really good with names. Yeah, yeah, but you you might recognize somebody 
who has it, right? I mean, you'd say, hey, that guy has alopecia or she has alopecia. It'd be a recognizable thing. There's there's a lot of uh, Olympic athletes that are pretty impressive. There's a cyclist in the UK and there's a swimmer who got a gold medal and she's pretty awesome too. So I just love that there are role models for all of you guys out there. And like we said, especially in that early diagnosis phase, what would you guys suggest to anyone who's recently been diagnosed? And you can kind of chime in however you want. I feel like just kind of be comfortable in your skin, I guess. That would be the biggest thing because I know going through high school, definitely, like I said, going, I was new last year, so I wasn't really confident. And it wasn't until, like, I found a group of friends and I really kind of, like, friends started, like, hanging out with me and stuff like that that I really noticed, like, like I don't need to worry about it, alopecia and stuff like that. So I feel like just being confident and, yeah, just being confident, really. How about you, Kaden? Um, just being confident knowing that other people also have it and not just you're the only mm-hmm. person. Yeah, yeah, not feeling alone, just knowing you're not alone. That's awesome. Thank you. How about for you, Dad? I mean, when we think about what would you tell your second grade self? You know, if you could go back, what would you say to him? I think I would just really tell myself that it wasn't a negative thing. And I I would tell myself that I didn't have to try to blend in as much as I did. I don't have to hide it and celebrate uniqueness. That's Mm -hmm. what I think I would kind of try to nail home that that you're unique, you're perfect in God's eyes, you you know, and it's it's not a death sentence or it's not <laughs> something that even if if you don't want to explain, you don't have to explain. And just celebrate being different. I think mm-hmm. that's that's my main thing. Yeah, and I think that it sounds like that's a message that you give to your boys and and your daughter probably as well. We've talked a little bit about sports and we've talked about a little bit about um, that confidence, but do you feel that that confidence comes from not giving up on the things that you would maybe do, you know, in situations where the, where you'd want to kind of shy away from people? I know that, that sports is big. It was big for me. They're one thing, right, that they find it, it might be art, it might be music, it might be basketball. So the importance of really sticking to something that, that feeds you in another way too, right? Um, I, I think my alopecia journey has, it has taught me how to be a leader. As I look back over my life, I think that's the thing that stands out most because, as like I said, as much as I tried to blend in, I couldn't. As much as I tried to be like everybody else, I couldn't. <laughs> it's not something that I could change with. If I dressed like everybody else, I stood, still stood out. If I uh, talked like everybody else, I still stood out. So it, it kind of forced me to be a leader. You know, and I and I appreciate that about my journey. Like I said, it's some of it I probably still have some insecurities from it, but I've learned kind of to thrive off of that getting older. So. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Kaden? You wanna share your thoughts about that? Do you have something that you just love to do? Well, yeah, it's basically um basketball. I like basketball. Mm-hmm. Like football. I like playing with that. Yeah. Nice. How old are you? Eight. You're eight? Right on. So are you in second grade, third grade? Second. Second. Cool. And how about you, Kevin? I started a hat business. I felt like even though I have it and things, I, I wore hats everywhere. So I just felt like maybe putting myself on to making a business or something like that, just doing something that encourages that, you know, you're different or whatever, but you're still doing something positive. 
even yeah. like the hats primarily just spread awareness for alopecia but you know i'm not just going to say oh this has for people with alopecia no i'm just going to go out and say this hat is something that help you cope with whatever you're dealing with so every mm-hmm. time you wear it or wherever if you're dealing with depression or anything like that you're just thinking about someone else is going through it or someone else is willing to help me through it as well right on and what what is the name of your company then well, your hat it's company the arc the, the arc. arc oh i guess i remember seeing that now very cool i love it so do you have a website and stuff i do i don't know the website by heart but i do have a website Cool. Well, we'll put in the show notes and people can get a hat and reach out to you. So purchase that. So that'd be really cool. Yeah, I love it. And when people see the design of it and your the the logo and they'll, they'll get what we're talking about here. It's right on. And anything else you'd like to share? Can you guys think of anything else? <laughs> no, I think we're good. We, we thank you for this opportunity because like I said, and, until maybe a couple of years ago, it was good to, to have some kind of camaraderie and support as far as a group goes. Uh, um, even though we might have grown up in different paths, different journeys, different mm-hmm. uh, areas, we kind of went through, walked through the same journey. Right. And it was, it's just encouraging to know that someone really understands me. With my parents, they, they sympathize with me, but they didn't really understand the journey that I went through. So mm-hmm. I think it's just so important that, that we stay just connected and have different situations, especially for my kids too, even them more than me, mm-hmm. some kind of support group. And they'll be able to see children with going through the same journey and might be able to open up to them more than they're open up even to their parents. So I totally get that too. And I agree that sense of community, knowing that you're in the same room with people who just get it. And I think that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I just want to thank you guys for all being here tonight. And I know there was basketball practice and things like that. So I appreciate you taking the time to meet with me. Thank you for joining us today on Alopecia Life. Please check out the show notes for links to Kevin's Hat Company and come on over to the Alopecia Life Facebook group to share your comments about this episode. Thanks again for joining us and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. Join our Alopecia Life Facebook group and find out more information at headonlifecoaching.com. The information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and is meant for general information purposes only. If you're enjoying these episodes and finding the tips helpful, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to and download podcasts.